0: Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. I know you have an acronym called Adult because that's what you're doing is you're you're helping adults, you're helping kids to become adults, these young adults. To move into adulthood, and this acronym is really kind of your framework for learning. Explain to us what that is.
1: Yeah. so there's a there's an author named Andy Andrews. Uh, maybe some of your uh, listeners have read him. If not, you should check out some of his books. And I was recently on his podcast, and he's a great teacher. And he has this line that I, I'd love to steal, but I have to credit him. And it says, "Your goal <laughs> is not to raise great uh, uh, children. Your, your role is to raise great adults." And so we thought about that a lot in the program, and then we started thinking about the things that we were watching be successful. So. We uh, collectively had many years experience in higher education and doing kind of um, alternative higher education. And so we said, well, there's some patterns here. These things work and these things don't. And how do we collect them and make sure that anything we design at Unbound, You know, we have to change every couple of weeks sometimes to make those adjustments, but how we make sure that we're we're sticking to some things that we know are successful. So the acronym ADULT, and we call this our learning framework for Unbound, and it stands for ask, do, understand, live and thrive. And so that first one is a little bit like we talked about in the last segment, which is ask. And this is a, a, an, an explicit acknowledgement that we live in a questions-based paradigm, not an answers-based paradigm. And I tell people, I am very skeptical when somebody tells me everything has changed. I'm like, what are you trying to sell me? <laughs> and so <laughs> I try to tell people, like, look, if I'm admitting it up front that sounds skeptical-inducing, uh, skeptic-inducing. But I think I can explain this to you pretty quickly. When I was in high school, before I went to college, if I wanted to learn something new, my parents didn't know the answers, and it wasn't in our house and a book. I had to drive to the library, pull the card catalog, find the book, read it, and memorize it or you know, write it down somewhere. And if the library didn't have it, there was this thing called interlibrary loan that as a 16-year-old I was not taking advantage of because it was way too complicated to do yeah. that, right? <laughs> um, and so I was limited in the sense of, of the what knowledge is in my library and that I was willing to go and read about. And now that's, of course, very different now, right? I mean, now you have instant access to the entirety of information So because of that, before, people's effectiveness in the marketplace is measured by how much stuff was in their head, and a great measurement of that was a degree. And now I think that that's totally different. Now I think that that the skill that we need is to be able to ask good questions. And Mm -hmm. as Christians, this should make sense to us. I'm very nervous about somebody who's a Christian who says that they know everything about prayer, about faith, about God, about really anything. And I tell people, that does not make me a relativist. A relativist is somebody who asks questions with uncertainty, with an assumption that they mean nothing. And so the more questions asked them, more it leads them to nihilism. A Christian ought to be somebody who asks questions constantly with an assumption of truth. And so they're chasing that to something bigger. And so, but uh, a relativist will say, well, I can be a relativist, but I'm also a physicist and I, I trust in gravity and the laws of physics. And so I can build rockets that work, right? And just like there's a Christian, I also assume that I never know everything about God, and that I need to constantly ask questions. But at the same time, I trust in God's moral character and moral laws, enough that just like a physicist, trusts in gravity, so that it helps me to learn and to live. And so what that means is I tell our students, you should be in a constant position of asking questions, which should lead you to a better answer, should ask a better question. And this seems to reflect reality in the sense that God says for eternity, you have to spend the rest of eternity learning about me. So why would we think that we would know everything now? So, if we teach students to have this attitude of this uh, asking questions, it, it is a very practical kind of push forward. I find that people who don't go to college and say I have a degree, why is the world not paying me? Right. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, because your degree doesn't mean anything. I mean, like, right. it's only as good as as what you're doing. So, when you ask a question, it should ask you to, to do something. So, ask, do, and this is the project based aspect of education. You should be doing something practically. You should be moving forward. Which should then allow you to ask a better question, and you should continue to do that. And in the process, that question asking combined with a, an attitude towards action will help you better understand what's going on in your world. And then I think that there's some fundamental things that we can teach students and say, hey, uh, you know, there's some some pivotal foundational things that if you understand, it, it'll make everything work better in your life. Um, things like truth, right, with a capital T, and that that's yeah. what you're asking questions to obtain. Uh, like things about a Christian. Um, framework of understanding the world. Uh, Things like understanding that you're, you know, we were given a story to make sense of reality, and your life is often best understood in a story. Um, And those kinds of things combined really help people sort of shift from going, my success will be determined by how well I do my test, to my success will be determined by how well I continue to ask and answer questions as I move forward, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it totally does. And I think one of the ways that kids learn to ask questions is by us asking them questions, right? Absolutely. And and we learn that. Uh, Ginger Hubbard was <laughs> one of the first pe- people who, I, I think she probably is the first person who ever taught me that, is that with our kids is to ask heart-probing questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking from the time our kids are itty-bitty, you know, ask them questions that make them think through why it is that they've made the decision that they've made. And it gets our kids thinking, but yeah, we live in a world where kids are not taught to think they're taught what to think, and we see where that's gotten us as a society, and it's such a dangerous place. I mean, it's so one of the funniest things I think is when you watch videos of people talking to other people on the streets, and they ask them questions. You know, uh, I mean, just random questions that every human should know, or that every American should know, and people are just like, uh, "I don't know." You know, it's yeah, so it's hilarious, ter- but sad. Terrifying, right? It's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs>